Greater Story Podcast. I'm Mikey Tai, and I'm here with my wife. Heidi Tai, that's me. And we're here to share with you about what we're watching on the silver screen, on the TV or in the movies, and how they point us to the greater story in Jesus. That's what this podcast is all about. We're up to episode 11 or, or 12. I can't even remember. Don't know. Sorry. But we're here to talk about The Last Dance, a Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix, as per the title that you clicked on today. If you don't know us, I'm a pastor in Brisbane, Australia. We've been we planted a church five years ago here in Brisbane. Uh, Heidi, she's a blogger. Tell us a little bit about that. Yep. So I'm the owner of HeidiTai.com, uh, and I share, I guess, stories and content and poetry and devotionals about life, faith, and culture. Yeah. So if you wanted to find Heidi, you can find her at HeidiTai.com, which is uh, an awesome blog, I must say. I think it's great. There's a lot of great content on there. That's Thanks, really husband. helpful. Thanks, <laughs> so uh, <lovely>. But, <laughs> you know, we want to help you guys think through what you're watching on TV and how we can apply a gospel framework to it. You mm. know, so how, how, do we, how can we see the stories around us and how we can actually see Jesus in all the stories uh, that we watch on TV? That's right. So what's changed since our last episode? Well, we're still in a pandemic. And we are. Restrictions have been easing up in our country, at least. Uh, I think it's been going good in Australia. We've been you know, taking care of ourselves. Everyone's been staying at home. And and so that's a good thing. It's a positive thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we haven't really been seeing too many people just yet, but we have been spending a lot of time with our new fish. Yeah, we've um, sort of... <laughs> Well, I sort of inherited a fish tank and it's been a bit of a COVID-19 hobby of mine to get new fish and look after them and yeah. change water and spend it's hours doing that. an introverted pet that doesn't speak, low maintenance, low energy. Mm, low energy, but it's also really <laughs> uh, exciting to just watch them swim around. Mm. Anyways, we haven't been able to go to the cinemas, so this is what we've been doing instead. <laughs> uh, we've been at home watching Netflix, looking after fish, and uh, well, still working. We're still quite busy with, with church life. But uh, we're here today. We've got a, a guest with us. Uh, we've got Joel Deacon. Mm, how do you know him again? So Joel was a year below me at Bible College at, in Sydney at SMBC, uh, the Bible College that we went to. And uh, I came across his blog recently. He's blogging about an, a new Netflix documentary that's been airing on TV. And uh, I think it's great. I can't wait to talk about it. It's, mm. as we said, The Last Dance, Michael Jordan's documentary. But um, we're going to find out more about that. Should we? Yeah, let's get him in. Yeah, let's head over there now. Hey, Joel, how are you? I'm good. Hey, it's so great to have you on the show. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are, just so our listeners can get to know you first? Yeah, sure. Uh, I live in Melbourne. Uh, and I've been here for about two years. Uh, I'm a pastor at a church called Sydney Hill, Melbourne. Uh, I'm married to Emma uh, for about 10 years. And, and then I've got three kids, uh, two domestic terrorists for my boys yeah. and then a, a little girl. Uh, I like to wrestle with my boys and I smell flowers with my little girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, addicted to ca caffeine like everyone in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and like everyone else in this time of isolation, watching Netflix. Yeah. Um, and keeping myself occupied. Yeah, cool. So, uh, what brought you to go to Melbourne from Sydney? Uh, yeah, I was I graduated SMBC and then was a pastor in Wollongong uh, for a little bit. Um, and but even I went to SMBC because I felt like the Lord was putting on my heart, my wife's heart, uh, to try church planting, like you guys. Yeah. Uh, just feel like uh, to reach uh, our country and the cities, we need to plant new churches that reaches new people. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, I moved to Student Hill, which is just a movement of churches who are eager to plant more churches and to be trained up to join the movement. 
uh, and hopefully one day plant a church with them. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Tell us, uh, what have you been watching on Netflix? Uh, well, what I just finished uh, last night uh, was The Last Dance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you guys been watching it? Is I, it a dance show or? It reminds me of Save the Last Dance. Every time I hear The Last Dance, I want to say Save the Last yeah. Dance. But it's, Best soundtrack ever. Do you know that movie, Save the Last Dance? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. horrible. <laughs> what? No, no way. One of Hardy's favorite it's movies. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's where I learned about Ice Cube. <laughs> the, so The Last Dance, I know what it is. I've been watching a few episodes. I haven't finished it, but it's the, the Michael Jordan documentary, right? Yeah, it's a 10-part Netflix documentary series about the untold story of Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, want, do you want to tell us a little bit more? Like, what, uh, what does the, the 10 episodes cover in general? Yeah, sure thing. Well, it's probably worthwhile knowing uh, that it's after the Tiger King. It's been the show that everyone's been watching on Netflix. It's been yeah. number one Netflix for the last few weeks. So, uh, and it's probably been talked about on most people's Facebook feeds. Yeah, um, episode was on Tiger King. That's right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, for those who are unfamiliar with the documentary, it's about Michael Jordan, uh, who is known as the greatest basketballer of all time, um, the GOAT, um, and it's about his championships that he won with the Chicago Bulls, uh, that's the only team he played for, and how he was, a, I guess, a cultural icon in the 1990s. So it's a show about basketball, but it's bigger than that. It's actually a show about, uh, I guess, transformation of uh, Michael Jordan, the uh, NBA, Nike, the Bulls. Uh, in particular, the 1990s, like Michael Jordan, like everyone wanted to be like Mike. Uh, he was one of the most famous people on the planet. Uh, yeah. And so the documentary in many ways is, is about that storyline and, and that life that he had. So what makes him such a cultural icon? Because all I know about him is that he was in Space Jam, which was a fantastic movie. <laughs> so yeah, what makes him so important, relevant in the 90s? Well, even today now. Yeah, even today, yeah. Why are they making true. a documentary about him today? Like. Yeah, well, so the thing I've, I forgot to say is the documentary in particular is about uh, their fi uh, the final season, uh, hence the, the last dance uh, of this great team and Michael Jordan for the Chicago Bulls. And so they had, uh, I think um, Chicago Bulls gave unprecedented um, permission to some film crews, and so that's why they've taken footage of uh, all of that season. But the 10-part series goes through not just that last season, but basically um, all of the championships and, and the characters and the themes uh, and the legacy of what was going on. But in terms of Michael Jordan being a cultural icon, uh, I think it's because of how he just uh, was so good, <laughs> firstly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, if you look up the stats, he's just incredible uh, of a player, but then also personality. Um, yeah, this is before social media. This is before... Um, you know, the digitalized world we live in, and yet he became a global phenomenon just through his skills on the basketball court. Um, but then also, he, like I shared, like he, he transformed the Bulls from a nothing team that never won anything before he came and haven't won anything since he left yeah. uh, to being known as like the, the Bulls. Like that's a, the team that you would have heard of, Heidi, even if you don't care about basketball yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's an underdog story, which is always good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but speaking of that as well, like I think like there's a transformation narrative the NBA before Jordan. I yeah. think NBA was in like 60 countries post Jordan, 240 countries. Wow. Uh, like Nike, even Nike, like yeah, Nike was a nobody, right? Yeah. Before Jordan. That's right. Um, and so uh, obviously there's a lot of factors. I think he also just like in terms of um, African-American athlete um, and also American culture in the 90s, like Jordan led the way because of his yeah. popularity yeah. yeah totally i 
I grew up with Jordan, so I'm, you know, I'm a 90s kid and I had posters on my wall. I had a video game on my Super Nintendo called uh, Michael Jordan Chaos in the Windy City. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Like it's a, it was an amazing game, platform game. Uh, you can YouTube it, I think. Um, but yeah, like for me, you know, watching a few episodes at least in, like I'm learning so much about who he actually was outside of the game. You know, like, you know, when we grew up with Michael Jordan, you just see how good he is on the court and, you know, you, you see what's, you know, on, on TV. But um, it's really fascinating and it's really insightful uh, into his life. And you're right, everything you said, you know, how transformative it was to, to the game itself and to, to the world. Yeah, huge, mm. huge impact. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so tell us, and as you watched The Last Dance and you, you saw, that, you know, you watched this documentary, what... What was really standing out to you? What were the themes that really popped out as you um, watched his story? Yeah, I think for me, there's probably been three big themes. Um, the first one would be glory. Mm. Uh, you've got a quest for glory yeah. uh, of Michael Jordan, as well as the, the team. And you see the cost of glory, the grit, the mentality, the discipline, the focus needed, uh, as well as the exclusive, exclusivity of glory, uh, yeah. because not everyone gets it. Uh, and it comes at a cost for people. Uh, so I think glory is a big theme. Uh, I think you got the transformation narrative. Um, you got a lot of rags to riches sort of storyline from Rodman to P P Pippen and Kerr and even, yeah. even Michael Jordan in many ways. Uh, and then finally, you've got just like that leadership. It's probably a, a smaller narrative and a smaller theme, um, but being the greatest player of all time and, and the, the leader of the greatest team of all time, the question of leadership is there as well. And it's something that you think about as you watch the show. Yeah. Have you, uh, knowing his story more, has, has it changed the way you've seen Jordan from what you knew of him before the show? Yeah, well, I actually reckon, so the superficial tension of the show is, uh, as it begins, is will this incredible side win their sixth championship, right? And, and that's, that's why they, they, they try and build up towards that final sixth championship. But like... Uh, Anyone who knows basketball or mm. anyone's got half a brain like knows that like they're going to win that game, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. building up to it. That tension's a bit superficial. And I think actually what's the deeper tension and the deeper question of the whole show is do you actually want to be like Mike? Because mm. um, that's the question that, that everyone thought and, and for, for, you know, for a decade, I want to be like Mike. I want his wealth, his glory, his athleticism, his ability. And then as you watch the show, like you said, you get a, a, a real behind the curtain scene or look into his life and his character and it's complicated and, and you're like i don't know if i do want to be like mike yeah that's so true where did that slogan come from it was it was like it was marketed like crazy in the what 90s what was the slogan do you want to be like mike but oh we, wow okay i want to be i want to be is it mcdonald's was it mcdonald's i think it was mcdonald's yeah, yeah. mcdonald's started it i want oh, to be like mike how do i not know this i'm a 90s kid yeah yes well it's a sports world maybe that's yeah, why true. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> No, so that's really fascinating. So, so glory, a, a transformation, a transformation narrative. Like I think, you know, they're very, mm. they're very gospel themes themselves already. Um, yeah. in, in the real world, I mean, in our world, in the secular world, you know, everyone wants that too. Everyone wants glory. Everyone wants the, the rags to riches story. Everyone wants, you know, um, transformation in their own lives. Uh, tell us then how, how does those themes really pick up in the documentary itself? Like, you know, let's talk about the docu documentary. Let's talk about the show. Um, yeah. You can give examples, you know, what, what happened in the show as well and, and talk about how they point us to glory and then help us see then how does that point us to Jesus? Like what is it in the gospel or, or the Bible, you know, in, in the, the greater re redemption or the greater gospel story? Uh, how does the documentary help us see that? 
Yeah, sure thing. Uh, I think when you got that quest for glory, uh, uh, which is basically Michael Jordan's story. Like he starts off as this little boy, competitive, and he just has this addiction to winning. Uh, and that's because he has, he wants the glory of winning. He wants the power, the fame, the recognition, the love, the approval, the, the, the ego, the prestige that comes with that glory. And so what you see in, a, in this man is just this desire for glory. Uh, he wants to be known as the best, the best yeah. of all time. Um, and you see that from very early on and obviously has the skills to back it up. Um, but you also just see in that quest, um, the cost of glory for him and, and what i mean by that is that that glory in his world comes with a lot of garbage in his character in his life um it comes to a cost to his marriage it comes a cost to his uh his character like he's just known as a bully in yeah, many ways really competitive uh, and everything yeah. yeah so competitive so like for him winning comes at a cost yeah. mm. uh, and um i find that really in, in, intriguing uh like he had a gambling addiction problems um yeah. as well on top of things and so uh yeah when you when you look at his quest for glory you think oh like i don't know if i if the glory is worth what it does to his soul um yeah. um but at the same time like 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 uh, i was reflecting on this like how how um how awkward it'd be to have a documentary on our life because in our life there's also glory and garbage yeah. um and there's good parts of our character but there's horrible parts that you would never see unless there was a documentary done on you mm. um and him also being an incredibly public figure uh, just means that his garbage is amplified. But we all have that garbage, right? We, we all have parts of our character that uh, we try to hide. Uh, and, and I think the thing about this documentary is a lot of us didn't know this garbage. And so we've just seen him as this incredible um, greatest of all time player, but also a cultural icon who we just think of the best of when in reality that's true, but he's also um, got some garbage. And so, um, yeah, I think that's something that I've been thinking through uh, when it comes to the quest for glory and what, what cost does it come at for us? Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, I, yeah, I guess when it comes to the, it makes me then think through, okay, well that inner desire that we all have as well, I think is cause I think each of us have a desire for glory for, for wealth or for prestige, for honor, uh, for love and approval. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you got. Yeah, it's an in all of us. I think, you know, whether, uh, whatever career we're in, like we don't need to be a sports athlete to want uh, recognition. Sure. or validation and i think glory looks different yeah for every person yeah well. and even that competitive nature like we will want to slam jordan for that competitive nature but you know people in the industry whatever industry you're in you can see that competitive nature like that drives people mm. like we, we all have that yeah mm. yeah i think the other thing as well is what you see in his heart um so there's one point in the, in, in, the, in the show where it's almost like everyone wants to be like mike but mike and it's yeah. like he's dissatisfied. Like uh, if you know he's the narrative, like he quits basketball, he goes into retirement to be go to do baseball. He just wants to get away from it. Um, yeah. and, and so there's just the irony there. But then also, uh, even at the uh, end, end of the show, uh, he's also you he, he can just tell he's still dissatisfied. He's still mm -hmm. discontent. Like um, he's like you know it, it eats him up inside that he didn't try and go for the seventh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, championship. Yeah. The greatest all-time player, like undisputed. We're all like, Mike, you're the best. Yeah, and he's yeah. still like, I wish I got one more. Wow. Um, and okay. so I think that uh, discontent nature of human humanity is something that I find really interesting. Like, why do we long for this glory that we just don't seem to find in this mm. earth? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Which, yeah, so, and I remember C.S. Lewis talks about this. Like, he talks about, uh, he's got this great quote um, where... Uh, basically he says, 
uh, a baby feels hungry uh, and that's because it, there's such thing as food. Uh, a duck wants to swim because there's such thing as water. Um, and then so it begs the question, if we have this inner desire for glory and experience that this world can't satisfy, then maybe we're possibly made for another world yeah. um, for a greater glory, which yeah. uh, so I think that's what I've been reflecting on. Yeah, that's, a, that's such a beautiful quote. And it's just so relatable in so many ways because you see poor people who are dissatisfied, but then the riches of the rich are also unhappy. And it makes you wonder, what is it that we're all looking for and where can we possibly find it in this lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. We've been going through a series in Ecclesiastes at church and it's all about that idea. You know, where are we going to find a meaning or value or purpose, you know, in this life, whether we're rich or whether we're poor, whether we're wise or whether we're foolish, you know, and it, and it is really um, something we can only find in God. And so, I mean, this glory narrative, you know, in, in the last dance, you know, how does the gospel answer the, answer, I guess, the felt need of Jordan's heart, you know, mm. that, that dissatisfaction, how would you uh, answer that? Yeah, well, I think uh, what's interesting is uh, he called himself the black Jesus Wow. Um, uh, to one of the players and that gets come up in the, in the, in the show. And so I think what you see in the gospel is, uh, as Jesus says, you know, if you try and um, if you lose your life, then you'll, you'll find it. Uh, if you, it's, a, it's a matter of like for the, the cost, it's like pick up my cross and follow me. And sort of like, so I think for the Michael Jordan narrative, it's like, hey, if you try and pursue this world and try and find glory for yourself, uh, you might get a taste of eternal glory to come, but you're going to lose your soul. And you see that, in, in, I believe, in Michael Jordan's character. And so the, the good news of the gospel uh, and the message of the gospel is actually, it's not about you trying to find glory, but it's about understanding the glory that Jesus has achieved and that he wants to share with you. Uh, it's about Jesus, uh, who is better than the, the black Jesus and Michael Jordan. Uh, Jesus, uh, who was competitive and won the battle against Satan, sin and death. Um, but also Jesus, who satisfies your soul mm. uh, for eternity. Um, and in this life, he satisfies you as well when you trust him. And then the good news of the gospel, though, is when you, when you don't trust him, he forgives you and continues to offer that fresh bread and say, you know, those who are thirsty, come to me. Um, and so I think what you see in the gospel is we're like Jordan. We have glory and garbage. And yet, thankfully, in Jesus, someone took away our garbage on the cross so that we may have eternal glory. Uh, and in the book of 1 Corinthians, it talks about uh, it's unimaginable, unimaginable, unimaginable glory. Like, um, you know, the apostle Paul says, no, I has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Mm. Um, which is mind blowing. Like yeah. it makes Jordan's glory look like nothing. Yeah. That's yes. right. And I love how God's glory, it doesn't diminish with time. And so it is really sad when we see, you know, cultural icons get old and they just kind of fade away. But, you know, when we meet God, we're not going to be, I guess, underwhelmed by how amazing he is and his glory will only increase and get better as we yeah, meet him face to face. Yeah, mm. that's so good. Oh, I wish I wish Jordan could hear that. You know, I wish we yeah. could tell him that, you know, like that there is something that's going to really satisfy his soul and it's not going to be in basketball. Mm. It's going to be in Jesus. Yeah. That's right. Hey, thanks so much for that, Joel. Uh, we always want to rate you know, the shows that we watch or the movies that we watch out of 10, you know, if you were going to give it a rating, um, what would you want to rate the last dance? Oh, I think it was excellent. Like, uh, I don't think I'd ever give anything a 10 out of 10. I'd have to like really blow my mind, but I, like, I would give it a nine. Like I've been telling everyone, you got to watch this. Yeah. Mm. Um, nice. Whether you're a basketball fan or not. Right. 
yeah. completely. And that's yeah. because it, it reveals to you things about the human heart, leadership, um, a culture. Yeah, yeah, it's very helpful. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Joel. Thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, we loved having that chat with you and um, finding out more about The Last Dance and how that points us to the greater story. Yeah, See thanks, you. guys. Bye. Thanks. Wow, that was really insightful, I feel. I mean, it's a basketball documentary, but it has so many gospel themes. Yeah, I really appreciate the things he said about how we all have garbage and we all want glory. You know, mm. like there's garbage in our lives that we want to get rid of and we just want the glory. But realistically in life we're always going to face garbage too i really like that c.s lewis quote that he pointed out you know if there's nothing in this world that can satisfy our desires maybe we'll be made for for another one and it's it's just so interesting to think that we can't find what we're looking for in this world and that yeah god is the one that can satisfy our every desire and bring us contentment in life and i just loved how he said you know everyone wants to be like mike except Mike himself. That is so tragic. And it just makes me think of all the successful people out there who are trying to keep up appearances when deep down they know that there's brokenness inside of them and they can't find the help or the rescue that they need. It is tragic. I think like their identity is so built around what they're known for. That's right, yeah. The great... Uh, athlete or a great singer or great actor or whatever it might be Mm. and then when that ends that part of their life ends they feel they feel empty empty yeah the deep emptiness and so it's so important for us to keep coming back to the truth about the gospel that jesus gives us meaning it gives us purpose it gives us he gives us satisfaction and contentment for our souls and Mm. fills that emptiness in our hearts and he takes away the brokenness i think that that holds us down and weighs us down as well. Yeah, Mm. that was really helpful. Uh, A big shout out to Joel. Thank you for your time with us. If you guys want to find Joel, he's got a a blog, a a website, joeldeacon.com. You can uh, find his stuff there. He's got a few sermons up there as well. Uh, Yeah, I can't wait to get another guest on the show, to be honest. It'll be Mm. great to hear um, more. If you want to hear someone, let us know. Yeah, if you have any recommendations or you know someone. Be great. Uh, leave us a review. If you if you enjoy our content, rate us, review us. We'd love that. And it will get our content in front of more people as well. That's right. We'll see you next month. See you later. Bye. Bye.